it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, and how to get your work noticed and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you as well as a few of my own and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee, maybe your paint water, a glass of wine, and join me over in my sunny windowsill. lovelies. Welcome to the windowsill. I am so glad you're here today. I am talking to a very smart and interesting creative and someone that is here really after helping herself. She poured herself now into helping others. Sheila Kamuda is a certified empowerment coach who through her own healing journey after the loss of her husband and leadership experience where she directed a large team of creatives was inspired to become a coach. And she started her coaching company, which is called Live Out Loud Coaching, which I love. She is passionate about helping professionals value who they are and what they bring to the party and then recognize that they have not been put here just to take up space. Sheila helps professionals get unstuck by uncovering obstacles in their way, including themselves. She finds great joy in seeing people succeed, be the badass they are meant to be, and realize their full potential. Sheila has hosted multiple workshops with Creative Mornings and has self-published three self-help journals. My Badass Journal, which is about discovering self-love, the first step to empowerment. My Badass Gratitude Journal, because gratitude should be a part of everyone's diet and is magical. And the Little Book of Badass Feelings, which provides 25 uplifting feelings to reach for instead of the typical negative ones that are our default. Sheila's website is liveoutloudcoaching.com and her Instagram is liveoutloudcoach. You know, I popped over to her website, which is great, and I wanted to read you a little bit of what's there. It says, hello, I'm Sheila. I'm a certified empowerment coach focusing on career and personal development. If you feel stuck are not able to figure out your next step, aren't sure what your direction is, and doubt your skills or yourself, then obstacles are keeping you stuck, keeping you from taking a leap, keeping you from believing in yourself, from the career that you want, from greater success, and a more fulfilling life. You need to uncover the obstacles, overcome them, and conquer them so you can move forward. I am here to help you do just that. There's more to that paragraph, but I just wanted to pique your interest a little bit because Sheila is really good at this. And I'm going to let you hear that for yourself. Here is Sheila. Thank you, Sheila, so much for being here today. I'm really looking forward to finding out more about you and and your journey and the things that you know and can help others with. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's so, so great to be here, really. Thank you. I would love to know a little bit more about what you do, Live Out Loud Coaching, and how you embarked on the path you're on. Yeah. So um, Live Out Loud Coaching was born out of my healing uh, when my husband, Bob, passed away. Uh, He became ill and he passed away in 2012. Our kid, Sydney, was 15 at the time. Yeah, really young. You know, those are hard years through school. It's hard. And I, you know, I'm originally from New York. I didn't even grow up with a car. So Bob, like did everything. <laughs> he did uh, everything. I worked, I loved working and he did all, all the stuff. Yeah. And so when he passed away and he was ill, so I had time to get used to it. But when he passed away, everything was up to me. And it yeah. took me a very long time uh, through my grieving process and healing process. And what helped me is an interesting thing I did. I felt like I needed to communicate with him. I just mm-hmm. couldn't let him go. No. And I started to write letters to him. Mm. 
And I had journals in the house and I filled over a six year period, 43 journals with just under 2000 letters. And I would write a letter a day. And it started out with, I paid a bill, you know, Cindy, yeah. you know, got her driver's license. Um, you got into a production of rent. I'm, I drove to the store, you know, all oh these my things. Gosh. And then it turned into, Hey, remember when you went to Tuscany? Remember the first time, you know, you took me to Paris and, and I would talk about that. And I said, Hey, remember we used to tell that funny story when you were a kid? I just would feel, I just had always something to say. They oh weren't always long letters, just a letter every day. And after about six years and I'm, I'm healing and I'm just getting through them, you're just going yeah. through it. You know, you're right. getting through your life. Right. You don't realize that that's what you're doing. And it took about six years. And I, at that point, I'm like, I stopped writing. I like had, I was done. Ah. And I realized that I, I wanted to, for some reason, you know, something told me, my gut, something told me that I should become a coach. Mm-hmm. And I had leadership experience in the past. I worked for a book producer actually in Kirkland, and I was in charge of a 20-member creative team. I love creatives. Yeah. I'm always around creatives. Mm-hmm. And I had that leadership experience and that plus my empowerment journey, which is what I call it, my healing journey, my empowerment yeah. journey. I thought, wow, I could blend these together and perhaps help people. And so I love Live Out Loud coaching. Live, live Out Loud comes from Emil uh, Zola's quote, I'm here to live out loud. I, I remember love that one day so I, was, I, know I, was, I was journaling something. I was really feeling good, whatever it was. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm living out loud. I'm like, holy cow, mm-hmm. that is the name of my company, Live Out Loud Coaching. So that is how that you know came about. And it's, I find also, I just have so many... I don't know. I'm so inspired by so many things that when I talk to people and I did this also when I was a leader, it was like nurturing people and developing people and helping people feel that they have value Yes, is so important to me. So it's not just about like coaching. It's about helping people see, I always call it what they bring to the party. Absolutely. That's it's, like, it's, it's being a cheerleader is the best feeling. I don't mean to say that lightly. It's uh helping others, you know, along their path or see their potential is, is a wonderful thing. And, and when you've done so much to get through your own hardships and grief or whatever that situation might be, you have tools, definite tools that help. Absolutely. And you learn how to really um, love yourself, which people really don't. No, they really don't. They say they do. They don't. don't. They're like, they really, really don't. And like when you talk to people, they're at the at the bottom of it. At, when you scrape to the bottom of it, yeah. the obstacle is that they're 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 not really happy with who they are, or they're comparing, mm. or they're and what they what I try to show people is that I always say you have not been put here to just take up space. Right. Like I feel like there's a reason. There's a reason that we're here. We may not know it. We may not know what it is, but there's a reason. And I love like showing that. It's like, it's just an incredible feeling when you show that to somebody, it because really then they could be successful. Then they could start on their journey. You can't start on it if you don't like who you are, you're not grateful for who you are. You know? So these are the things I learned. Yeah. How do you start people on that? Well, a lot of what I do is I will ask someone to, I'm big on writing things down and I'm, mm-hmm. I will ask people to write lists of things. So one list I'll ask them to do is what brings you joy? Mm-hmm. make a list. I know that you can find 10 things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Another list, uh, depending on what the person is up against. Another list is what do I love about myself? Yeah. In fact, I was just telling that to somebody the other day when they were journaling, like, do that prompt. What do I, I love this about myself. Do that every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Ugh. you know, no, find <laughs> something. <laughs> it's much easier to say, I don't like my thighs or how, you know, my hair sticks out or whatever, but the loving part is so much more positive. And when you start uh, to do that and you write it down and you have a list and then you read it out or, or this, these are my successes. This is what mm-hmm. I've accomplished. And then you that. read it out loud so that when you're in on those days that you're not feeling so good and we all have them, you just pull that out and you mm-hmm. start reading it. All of a sudden, it's like listening to good music. All of a oh. sudden, you're like, this momentum is building. You're like, yeah. oh my God, I did do that. You know, like for me, I did put my kid through high school. I did get the kid, you know, the driver's license. Oh my God, we did find colleges. 
we, I did move on my own back to Chicago. You know, you find yeah. these things and all of you could feel the excitement. And all yeah. of a sudden a person is like, damn, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Look what I did. Look what I did. And people mm -hmm. don't like to say that they feel like it's boasting or it's being selfish or something like that. But what happens is, you know, when you're a kid and you, if you have good parents or good guardians, they are your cheerleaders. You know, they're the ones who make you get out of bed and go to school or whatever. But when you're an adult, guess what? No one's coming. No one's going to, you have to find no, yourself, right? And so that's what I try to do for people is to, to give them that boost and to show them that they have value and they're worth something. Mm. And that they haven't been put here to just take up space. And let's figure out what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think your whole letter writing process is pretty magical too. That must have been very cathartic. Did you find it's you you mentioned that you started very simply, like I did this today and then not today, and then you're reliving memories and then you're you're sharing accomplishments. Did did they just kind of naturally feel like they had filled you or they had, you know, did how, what was your stopping point? Well, you know, um, whatever I wanted to say, that's what I said, what I would, mm -hmm. whatever I was in the mood for to talk about, that's what I talked about. And at first it was just like, I needed to talk to him yeah, instead yeah. of just talking to right. myself out loud. I, and I like more write. grounding. Exactly. It was more grounding. And it's kind of, it was sort of in a weird way. It was kind of way of letting him go and holding on. It's yeah. really kind of strange. Very and interesting. yeah, and it felt so good to do. I felt like such a release to have to have him to talk to. I didn't want to forget our life. I didn't want to forget the funny things he used to say. He was quite no. witty, yeah, and it, quite a good sense of humor and quite worldly. And yeah, he had a lot of cool stuff going on, and I didn't want to forget it. Right, and I I didn't want the world to forget it, and I I just needed to talk about it, and then it's. And every day when I wrote, I didn't really think, oh, this is going to help me heal. No, that was not it at all. Every day mm -hmm. at like 5 p.m., I'm like, oh, my God, I made it to 5 p.m. Yeah. And after a year, oh, my God, I made it to a year. Mm -hmm. And I never really thought, oh, this is helping me heal. No, this is what I needed to do for myself. Yeah. And it was a huge distraction, which is very important if you have a loss, a loss of any kind, actually. Yeah. Distraction yeah. is really very key. Yeah, I can't help but mention right now Maui and and the amazing amount of loss there, and the we just can't begin to comprehend because you have human loss, personal loss, but the historical and cultural, you know, loss is so great too. And there's so many ways, like you say, it's not just it's not just a person. There could you could lose a job or lose, no. you know. Yeah. A, a, so many things, yeah, um, friend friendships. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Th this happens all the, all the time, and it's it's very hard to let go. And the one thing I learned, I mean, I learned this way now. It's ten years later, but I learned this way later that it's a very odd thing to say, but there is always a gift that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's weird to say, but there is mm -hmm. a gift in some ways because I think I wouldn't have be become a coach and I have a lot to give. Yeah. I have a lot to help. And I wouldn't have written the self-help journals I wrote. Yes. And I think they're important. And yes. I my kid wouldn't have maybe gone to Loyola in Chicago where they needed to go. Yeah. And maybe they wouldn't have become a graphic designer themselves and a musician. I don't know. Right. So I think there is a, a path and we have to surrender to what happens. Yes, that's a good point too. We we tend to think we can plan it, and we are uh, shown over and over again that we have we can't. <laughs> we can't, and it's important. I learned this later on that, um, and I and I re remind myself of this. I write this down to remind myself that I am available for each experience. Mm, I love that. That's a hard, yeah, because the good ones, of course, you're available for. But how about sure. the tough ones? <laughs> yeah. And so there's, there's a reason I learned that, you know, afterwards. So this is yeah. something I can, I can help help with. Yeah. Well, and that's a good thing to point out to someone you're coaching. I imagine if, if they think about it that way, like I'm available to be here for the experience and, and think about it in that way, then it's like, oh, that's right. I'm going to learn something from this. I'm going to be different afterwards. And that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Right. 
And disappointments, I've had so many disappointments that at the time, I remember, you know, I have a kind of a feisty personality at the time. I'm like, what? And then later I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God that that didn't work out because, you know, this, this is the path I'm supposed to be on. It's like, oh, okay, chill. (laughs) You're going to find the path you're supposed to be on. (laughs) It's so true. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you led a team of creatives, a big team of creatives. That must have helped in your coaching and kind of knowing how to pull people out and talk a little bit about that to me. Oh, that was one of the best gigs I ever had. It was amazing. Um, It's where I learned, where I realized I'm really good at nurturing people. I mean, I had designers, designers. editors, photo researchers, production people, because we're making books. Yes. And um, they'd be in my office either, you know, maybe crying about a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And the next minute crying about work. And I was like, I, I just loved supporting them. It was unbelievable. Or if people didn't have a lot of confidence and I tried to build up their confidence that you can, you can manage, you can, you can do this design, you can do it. Let me help you let me help you believe in yourself. Mm. And I love this gig was amazing. And that, you know, everything leads to the thing you're supposed to do. And that really, I did that for many years. And I, it was just, it was so incredible. That was the best part of the job is just seeing people blossom Mm -hmm. and knowing that there's room for everything. There's room for everybody. I always say you can have the same job as 10 people. It doesn't matter because you bring your own story your own experience, your own background. Nobody knows how many times you fell down and how to get up. No one knows that about you. Right. And you're so special. Mm. And I just, and that's where I learned how to do that. I, I, it was just incredible. And I enjoyed it very much. And that ended, you know, when it was supposed mm -hmm. to end, like everything does that ended, but it, it told me that this is what you're, this is what you're good at. You're good Mm. at doing this for people. Yeah. I love that. I've been lucky enough to manage large creative teams too. And there's something so beautiful about that because things are being created. Lives are changing. We're finding out about each other and how, when somebody's creating something, I find that's supposed to be a beautiful offering to the rest of the world. Sometimes you have to pull out from them and and make them believe that they're doing a good job because they don't always believe that. And those are some pretty magical things to be able to do. And along with that, I'll add that what I find is that I call it hitting the send button. Mm. A lot of people, a lot of creatives, but a lot of people, they want to hold on to Mm. the piece. They don't want to let it go. It could be a piece of writing, could be a piece of acting, could be an illustration. It doesn't matter what it is. And what I try to help them understand is let it go. Right. Because it's perfect right now. Tomorrow you'll do it again, or you'll do it differently. And it's not, I should have done it that way. We have to stop shooting on ourselves. Right. And it'll be perfect tomorrow. And you'll add that green color that you wanted to add, or you'll do the dance this way and let it go right now and take a step back and look at it. Because if you don't let the piece go, you don't evolve. You have to evolve. And if you hold on to it tight uh, for fear that, you know, people will laugh at you for fear that they'll compare you to somebody else, you know, that they won't give you feedback at all. You have to let it go. And you have to believe in yourself more than validation from a stranger. (laughs) That just drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. People want validation from strangers. And so we have to, again, we have to self-love. We have to love ourselves. We have to know that we're here for a purpose. And I try to help people with that. Like, let it go. Oh, but it's not good enough. Yeah. Today it's good enough. Yeah. Tomorrow it'll be better. Yeah. You'll learn something new. You'll add something different. Well, you have and to I, evolve. Yeah. Well, and, and your people that you coach were lucky to have you because I've certainly run into leadership that is not encouraging in that way. And when you're trying to, it, it doesn't matter if you're, you have a creative job or not a discouraging yeah. push down, kind of push you down kind of leader is it's just astounding what a difference um, some encouragement can make. Yeah. And a lot of leaders, well, they're not really leaders. There are people that have been put in positions and don't really have that skill to do what they've been asked to do a lot of the right. times. That people a lot of the skill. times, 
Yeah, and people have to. Uh, I think that what I try to do is, too is help people understand you don't align with your manager. Stop trying. That person can only give what they have. And if they don't have it, they're never going to be able to give it. It's just a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you have to either move on or you have to change what you do. Yeah. And it's incredible when a person realizes they're the ones that change. That other person right. never changes. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Don't beat your head against a wall. They're not going to change. Let's let's just get that out on the table. It's so true. Yeah. They're not. And that's what you have to realize. Like either just figure out your workaround for that, right? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Gosh. And just understanding it. You know, recognizing something is, is half the battle. Oh, yeah. that, okay. They don't have, they can't do that. They don't, they don't think that. Okay, right. right. I'm never yeah. going to. Yeah. And, and being, letting that be okay too, with where you are. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Because here's the thing I always say, if what you're doing serves you in some way, even if it's the paycheck to pay your rent, fine. Or you have friends or colleagues or somebody you can talk to, or, you know, there, or you love the product you're making, whatever it is that serves, it's fine. As long as something serves you, you're okay. If Mm -hmm. nothing serves you, then it's a different problem. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think it's important to read that for yourself. Take a reading of that. What what can you deal with and yeah. what can you what can you make be okay? And then what what isn't working for you and right. how do you balance it? Exactly. It's like if you have, you know, if you have people around you that are not, you know, they, they say pulling the magic out of you, you may yeah. want to think about how much you want to be around them. You want to be yeah. around people and saturate yourself around things that uplift you. Yeah. Things are not uplifting. If people are not uplifting, you need to think about that. Why is that happening? Absolutely. Which brings me to the wonderful book and workbooks that you've done. I want yeah. to ask you about your journals. You've got two great journals and mm-hmm. um, a book. So, and another one on the way, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. But tell me about those. So, the book is The Little Book of Badass Feelings. And then the journals are my badass journal and my badass gratitude journal. And I was able to go in and look through some and there's amazing prompts. So just spill the beans on those. They sound great. My badass journal was the first one I I did. I was thinking about it a lot. And um, I was thinking that people, I hadn't seen anything out there like this. It's like, really, how do you feel about yourself and and Mm. using simple prompts and what I, I, those have 52 different prompts. You could do one a week if you want for a year. And there are prompts like, what will you say yes to today? What mm-hmm. will you say no to today? So they're very simple, but they're mm-hmm. very empowering. And yeah, that's what I, they're supposed to do. It felt that like they were simple enough to really jumpstart some great oh. thoughts, you know? Yeah. Very easy. And in them also, I have what I call a badass manifesto, which is broken down to 10 principles. And the 10 principles are, I actually use them in my coaching. Like the first one is no apologizing. Mm. Stop apologizing for who you are, how you look. Take the word right out of your vocabulary. Oh my, and we do it. And it's very sneaky because we don't think we're apologizing. It's like, oh, you know, I used to live in Seattle. So of course people love the mountains. They love to hike. Well, I'm a city person. And for years I was like apologizing. I don't really like to hike. You know, I kind of... That why am I apologizing? Stop. <laughs> you know, or I really love champagne. Stop apologizing. I love champagne. You yes. Know? Yeah. So um, it's very important. So I have these 10 principles that are is sort of a guide to your life. Um, one of them is you get to choose. People don't realize that they can choose. You can mm. choose to be happy. You can choose your mood. You could choose mm-hmm. to set intentions. You can choose to be grateful. You could choose to be kind. People don't realize they have power. So that's what the badass journal is about. My badass journal is all about self-love and Mm self-empowerment. And then my badass gratitude journal is all about gratitude in that same thing, 52 prompts and 10 principles. But the principles start with, I am grateful for who I am. Again, Mm. it starts from within. Everybody wants to go out into the world without looking within. That's a problem. Mm. You cannot be successful without looking within. Um, be grateful for you. Be grateful for your journey. Be grateful for where you came from. 
Yes. And then go outward. You know, who might have inspired you? Be grateful for those people. Be grateful for the world around you. Uh, so that's what that's about. And I do workshops on that. Um, I've done a workshop called Going Beyond Thank You with Creative Mornings on that because that. it shows you also how gratitude could be magical. Mm-hmm. And if you live in a bubble of gratitude, it could actually change your life. Yeah. People don't realize this. It can actually change your life. If you say you're thankful for something that actually hasn't happened yet, can actually mm-hmm. make it happen in your life. Because saying thank, yeah, you can actually say thank, thank you is I received it. So it's absolutely magical. So that's what that book is all about. And it starts with you. Yeah. I love that. I wrote down, I can choose and I am grateful. Because when you stop to think about that, I can choose. If you just started, if you just wrote down, say in the morning in one of your journals or or used your prompts or or did just did it, I can choose to be organized about something today. So you're putting it out there and I'm, I'm just grabbing something yeah. that first things yeah. that come to mind, I can choose to feel happy today. You're setting that intention. And then, yeah. like you said, you can manifest things. I can choose to send out five letters um, and, you know, to see if people want my work and five tomorrow. And then if you send out 10, Maybe one will be a yes. You know, there's just all, and I love because we can, we have the power to create what we, who we want to be. We really do. Yeah. I've heard this a lot that people don't feel like they have a lot of power. And so once you start saying it, you know, the words are very powerful. You start believing it and then you don't have a lot of power. And there's so much we have power over. Instead of thinking of one of those worldly things, think about yourself, start small, you're one person be that change and all of that, yeah. but really, but how do you do it? That the key is how do you do it? And I feel like I try to give people a way to do it. This is a path to do it. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, get, look at these books and you just follow the, the prompts and you look at them. And in the, um, the um, principles, I have a, a description of what it means. So it's not just, I get to choose. What is that? I, I explain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, people just don't feel they have power. We have so much power. It's, we, and you know what? Here's the thing with about gratitude and about power and all of that. We walk around with it. <laughs> we don't have to buy it. We don't have right. to go to the gym and get it, right? We don't have to be elite. Right. You know, everybody carries gratitude around with them. Oh my God. Everybody carries their power around with them. And we're like, I don't know. It's just like people aren't, aren't realizing it. So I'm trying right. to present that to people. Well, it's like you said, tell me 10 things you like about yourself. That's power, you know, instead of going straight to, I'm sorry, I don't like this about, you know, just switch it up. Switch it up. Yeah. And the the third book, it's also, you can write in, it is a journal, but it's different um, in that the little uh, book of badass feelings, I, I write about 20, I pulled 25 that I call extraordinary feelings that we can reach for mm. instead of the typical lousy ones that we reach for, like something right. happens, you get angry right away, angry, uh, right. right away. We want to react. But these um, feelings are things like feeling connected, mm. feeling present, feeling inspired, feeling generous, feeling mm. calm, all sorts of, of things. And then I use she statements, you know, to give sort of a story around it. Can you see yourself in that statement? Mm. And then I, and then I ask you to rewrite your story. Think of a time this was happening to you and rewrite your story. Because rewriting our story is very important. Yeah. We don't like the story we have. Rewrite it. Just rewrite it. Right. Just right. like we were talking about, you have power. That's rewriting the story. Mm-hmm. I have power. Do you do those in your in your workshops? Tell me about those. You've got going beyond thank you. And I have going beyond get out thank of your you. way. I have get out of your way. Get out of your way it talks about... Um, the obstacles that are keeping you from your success. And a lot of the times the obstacles are you. We are getting in our own way. Right, right. Uh, we are getting in our own way by, by falling into those habits of um, not thinking highly enough of ourselves, mm-hmm. by not thinking our work is good enough to show anybody. Um, we don't know why we're stuck. This is why we're stuck. Let the stuff go. Stop apologizing. Also follow your gut. So right. get out of your way is, is, a, yeah, is about realizing what the blocks can be 
if there are any that resonate with you mm-hmm. and then realizing, okay, that's, oh my gosh, that is a block because we don't even, again, they're, they're very sneaky. We think if they're not big and, you know, I, I, I'm not an academic. I bring things down. I break it down. I make it easy to understand and I unravel it for people. And I remove the obstacles. I did that when I was a manager, just remove the obstacles. I'm a big yes. believer in that. Yes. And I also have, it's called design your life. And that is to talk about the 10 principles and to talk about them thoroughly and to see how they can help your life. So I have all these workshops going all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think having a short list like that, 10 principles and being able to focus and refocus and recalibrate around those is probably very, very helpful. Yeah. Cause they're reminders. I mean, even I, I mean, I do that now it's not like we've made it, you know, we're, we're always evolving where we fall back, right? We fall back to those old habits. So we have to remind ourselves. And these are just easy reminders for people to, you know, they want a better life. They don't really know how to live a better life. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to say, here's how it's not hard. It's not even hard. Um, Pull in a few of these things, a few of these Mm -hmm. principles or strategies or habits you could you can adapt and another thing to do that I really promote is let's say you're writing a list or you're thinking about something that gives you joy or you're thinking about some of your successes whatever or things you love to really start amping it up and really talking about it Mm. and going on sort of a rampage and that Mm -hmm. memento is it's like listening to good music it's like whoo you're out of here it's manifesting it again Absolutely. Instead of don't go down the rabbit hole, that's you not go down the rabbit hole, right? Whatever you do, keep yeah. it positive, keep it up, up, yeah. up leveled. Yeah. Oh. And it's not right. And it's not, you know, um, cause I'm very, I'm very intuitive, but I'm really practical. So I have the two things going on at the same time. Yeah. You know, I understand how to ground it. I understand how to inspire, you know? Yeah. yeah. When you, and, I, and we're, we've been talking basically around this, but when you are working with your clients specifically, how do you kind of tend to start to get them to overcome creative blocks or challenges that they might have? Well, I'll first present several blocks mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I believe get in our way mm-hmm. and see if any resonate yeah. and I'll wait to see, you know, is anyone resonating? And they have to, you know, they have to take a moment because it's, sure. take you, know, you don't thinking. really, yeah, it, you don't really realize it right away. And you're like, wow, I do that. That's a block. And then after that, it's like, okay, well, let's write down some things and I'll give a prompt. Mm-hmm. I usually will try to give a prompt to people because I feel that that's very helpful to write things out. Yeah. Because when you see it, or I'll ask somebody to rewrite their story, how would you handle that now? How would you take care of that now, that situation with whoever, whatever, what would you do differently? And I have them write it out and not a big, long thing. You know, it's not hard. There's nothing hard. It's very safe. And then we talk about it. And depending on where it goes, we just unravel it a little bit more. We try to just unravel it, unravel it, unravel it in a way that's not frightening Mm -hmm. and in a way that's not unsafe for anybody. Yeah, that's a nice way. It's a very safe environment. And I'm doing a lot of the work. I'm not sort of a coach that's like, well, what do you think? I don't do that. I'm not one of those. I'm like, here, here, here's the thing. That always (laughs) made me wonder when somebody just would sit there and, I don't know, like, give me something to do. And I feel like when people are at that point, when they've said yes to coaching, they're wanting that. They're ready to do the work. And the more you can provide, sort of the more runway you can provide them and prompts being a great one is... Then, then they can start to see their own ability to adapt and change to the way they want to be, which yeah, I think is great. Sometimes they, I mean, it's, it's like you're asking somebody who's never understood this to like pull their answers out. And I, I kind of guide, I don't give them the answers, but I guide. Mm-hmm. And then the prompts they're you know, we said, okay, this, this seems problematic. Let's, let's unravel this one a little let's rewrite that story. And they're like, rewrite that story. I can do that. Yeah. It's just like all new, you know, this thinking is very, it's new. You have to like, I'm used to it, but they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I could just rewrite it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? You can, you, you, we, we yeah. 
carry around with us, well, I'm this kind of person, or I'm not good at this, or I don't do this well. And then you realize you can rewrite it and say, oh, well, maybe I am that kind of person. Maybe I do do this. And that's, it's fun because you're, you're really kind of competing with yourself. You're like, okay, self, I'll show you. <laughs> Once you realize that, and let's say you aren't good at something and you're whatever, there's a lot of stuff I'm not good at, whatever. Sure. It's like, once you realize what you are good at and you have an aha moment, it's so incredible. It is so incredible. You can see the person, you, you, you see it happening, yeah. that they're thinking differently about themselves. That's where it starts. Because yeah. people want sometimes the answer of how do I just do this? Or how do I, you know, let me help you like yourself first. Mm-hmm. Well, I like myself. Let's, well, maybe you do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like you said, too, it, it doesn't mean you have to be good at something, but it's it's acknowledging what you do like and what you don't like. Like, yeah. I might not like to hike, but that means nothing except here's who I am. And I'm going to show up in these spaces. And that's great. I think it's really, really the most important thing is to uh, uh, what I call it is love your you-ness, mm-hmm. who you are. That is the most important thing, because if you do, you could show up as number one all the time. Nobody's like you. Right. Nobody. And to realize when you think about it, like, oh, my gosh, there's no one like me on this entire planet. Right. That's kind of daunting in a way mm-hmm. and incredible. And the minute you realize, wow. I'm special. And you have to believe you're special. Right. There's something to that. Mm. I want to go back to lovely Bob for a moment and what you're working on now, because you mentioned that you have another book in you Yeah, that is more about that. And it's got a compelling title and backstory. And I'd love just a glimpse into the essence of that and how it's meant to help others as well. Yeah. So while I was healing and I was, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone and I would go out to eat. I like to eat out. I really like to eat out. And I would go out on my, I would take a walk and then I would end up at a little restaurant or whatever. And at first I would feel, this is when Bob was gone, of course. And I, at first I would feel like really sheepish. And, yeah. you know, when they ask you how many in your party and I'm like, a oh, party of one, you know, just me, just me. Right. And I realized after a while when I felt more empowered and I got more into myself and I really understood what I was about and I would go and they would ask me, I'd be like me, me, not just it's me. I'm here. Party yeah. of one. And yeah. I realized that it's okay to live as a party of one. I'm not saying a person should be alone. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if right. you find yourself in a situation, it's okay. You're a party of one and be proud of it. Yeah. And so I'm working on a book that's part sort of memoir. It's really self-help. So it's sort of a section of, it's broken down into different sections of from where I first started healing to the arc is, you know, like I, I feel healed. And it's little scenarios of what we used to do And then it's a reflection. So in other words, if, you know, if you're learning how to grocery shop again, do it when you feel is the best time for you. Or if you feel like you want to go to the movies, go to the movies. It's okay Mm -hmm. to learn to do it on your own. Or, I mean, I'm simplifying it. Or if you want to redecorate your house because you need to make the art on the walls yours, Right. it's okay to do it. So Mm. it's sort of like to help people through a loss and to help people find a way. I I would say that at some point, um, not when they're in their grieving period, but at some point they will want to heal. They will. And I feel that this book might be able to help them. And it's called Party of One, that it's okay to be on your own because, you know, what's like when I lost Bob, I lost him. I lost my partner. And I lost us right? and I lost me. Mm, yes. And so this is all about finding who you are uh, after a loss. Mm-hmm. And there is some strength in that once you get to the other side. And I'm hoping that this book helps people get to the other side. Oh, so it's a- all about these little vignettes. It's like a little one page vignette. It's not long. It's right. not, not boring. It's not long. It's just a tiny little vignette of a a little scenario 
uh, or, you know, maybe things he used to do that I miss. And the next page is a reflection mm. that this is, this part is what sort of what I learned. It's, oh, this is the okay part. It's okay. It's okay. And I love it. I love, I love being a party of one. I'm not saying that, you, know, <laughs> you should be a party of one, but I love that I can be a party of one and I can be empowered. That's well, what it is. And I have power and I can choose and all of those things. I love that too. And and how you put a situation and a, and a circumstance, how that, how the resolution worked for you, because I would imagine, you know, just from my own um, personal experience, we, we have the situation, but like, we are looking for the, what do I do about it? How do I feel about, how do I get there? You know, how do I get past this? Like, I don't know what to do now kind of thing. And I think that sounds like it will be very helpful for anyone who's also navigating, you know, those challenging times. Because sometimes the, what I learned was you're going to feel this way and it's okay. Or friends will come and gather and help you. Friends mm-hmm. gathered and came and helped me. And it was wonderful. And the reflection is let them, let them give you kindness mm-hmm. and hugs, let mm-hmm. them. And yeah. then another vignette is there's going to be a time when your friends have to get back to their own life. Right. And so the reflection there is you can do it. They got you on your way. You can go the next step. So there's always a reflection. I never leave it hanging ever. Mm-hmm. Or in his case, he was ill. And you feel like, okay, I, I feel like there wasn't enough that I could do. Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. so the reflection is, you may feel that way, but mm-hmm. you also have to believe you did everything you could. So there's always, I never leave people hanging ever. Yeah. Both sides yeah. of the scale. Yes. Yeah. Well, and going through so many of these things, um, I think it just helps to have, often when you're in the middle of it, you just don't know where to turn, what book to pick up why isn't there an easy way to find a way to deal with this? But it's it's listening to it now and realizing that, no, there are people like you that are putting very, very thoughtful work out into the world to help the rest of us. And then not only that, but you then became a coach so you can you can really take it further for people. Yeah. It's, it's so important. I mean, whatever we learn, that's how we serve others, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever we're good at, whatever our skills are, that's what we're supposed to do is help ourselves and serve other people. Right. And what I learned, I mean, I didn't go into it thinking this at all, but what I did learn after coming out of it on the other side is you do have strength because I, you know, I was somebody that barely drove yeah. me in Seattle. You have to drive. Yes. I mean, I was somebody who I just worked and he did everything else and I had to get the kid I had to do it all. And what I learned was, oh my God, we have, we have more strength in us than we want to have. Right. Sometimes. Right. And I, I feel like if I could share that, um, and it's not a tough love, you know, it's not that at all. It's like, no, you're going to, you know, you're going to feel this way and I'm going to help you through this. And what I find too, is the reason I wanted to make this book easy, like one page for the vignette and one page for the reflection is because people in the state believe they don't they they're not reading. They want a bottle of wine. They don't want to read a right. book. They'll no. throw a book at you. So I wanted something simple. It's almost like a card, but many pages. Mm, almost I like if you that. bought somebody a card. Right. It's it's oh. simple. It's it's digestible. Yeah. Well, and you lead with compassion because you've been there and that's the kind of person you are. Yeah. And that's that's what I mean, that doesn't work for everybody, but it certainly works for the kind of people I like to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Where can we find more about your workshops? Well, I think that the best place is uh, to go on my website, liveoutloudcoaching.com. Mm-hmm. And you could look all, you know, find out about me, find out about anything you want, um, contact me. I'm also on Instagram at Live Out Loud Coach on Instagram. I post a lot on there all the time, all the time. Right. I love that. And if I'm not posting about workshops, I'm posting inspirational things. I just posted the other day something, several slides, and it was um, the end was be you like you. Don't mm-hmm. do this because people, you know, so I'm always trying to, things are always coming up. I'm like, I got to put that out there. I don't care if anybody sees, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me, you know? Exactly. Well, I think, you know, I must 
I can only imagine that all the writing you did for yourself, it must be full of those little nuggets. Oh my gosh. You know? every, and every day I, there's something new. Uh, yeah. Every day there's some like, oh, like, I, you know, you take a walk and you get an epiphany, you know, you listen to music, you meditate and yeah. new things come up that help you. And then you realize, oh my God, I wonder if this could help someone else. Right. It's interesting. The past few episodes or handful of episodes have had a lot to do with journaling in different ways for different people, you know, drawing in a journal, different types of journals, getting your thoughts out and then being able to share them. And I, I just, I feel myself listening in a, in a different way and loving how, like you said, we're all different. So find that thread and run with it. It doesn't have to be, you know, a certain way. It gets to be exactly your way that's helping you. Right. It's yeah, it's so incredible. And it's always think it's such a weird little story, but I, I believe this is the correct story. I always think about this Prince. So when Prince started performing, people did not get Prince. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was booed off the stage three different times. And not once did he wear something different or do something different on stage. That you brilliance, you have to bring people with you. Nobody gets your brilliance. You better, you have to just be out there and believe in it and you have to bring people along the way. So if you can share what you have, you never know who you're touching. You never know. You never know who's, I don't know, who needs to hear or see whatever it is. And yeah, I surround myself by, I'm more in performing arts. I'm not in the fine arts, but um, I surround myself with aesthetically beautiful things and I have art all over my walls. And um, I always end up walking over to the Art Institute over here in Chicago and like <laughs> hanging out there because there's, you don't know what's going to speak to you. No, it's so important. It's so important. It really is. And I, I love that too, because I just feel like, you know, we, we just have to ease into it and find that path that's our own. And it, and it really does show up. Oh, it really does show up. It real, And you know what? Here's something too. I think a lot of the times people are afraid of their own potential. Mm. It's a little scary mm-hmm. to put something out there that, and you're like, wow, damn, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's, it is, it's daunting, but you what know do I what? do with this now? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, once you do it though, you keep doing it. You just get used to it. You do it, yeah. you do it, you do it. And then all of a sudden you're on that next level and you're doing it. That's right. It's it's that possibility of changing the course you're on. Or if you dream oh. it, you can really do it. Yeah. And it, but it, it is daunting. It's a very interesting, very interesting. People want it, mm-hmm. but it's like, ooh, <laughs> that's the paradox. I want it, but it's a little scary. It is. Yeah. And I think it's really good to call that out and be reminded of it. Because if you just know that it could be daunting, and because sometimes that feeling of, oh, I should appreciate this differently or, oh, I should own it differently. Don't just be, be daunted for a second. Call it good and, and see where you can take it from there. Right. Yeah. We don't have, we don't, you know, we only have so much time on this planet. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. It's like, you know, stop waiting to wear that outfit, even though it's right. whatever. Stop waiting to do whatever. Just do it. Loss is yeah. a big reminder of that, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really, yeah, it is. These are the lessons. These are the lessons Mm -hmm. I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so appreciate you sharing this knowledge with us. It's just so helpful to have those reminders. And I'm, I'm looking forward to digging into your journals because I think already those prompts are just helpful. Can you tell me please who's inspiring you these days? Well, I'd have to say my, I know it sounds so silly, but my kid, Sydney, always inspires me. Sydney is fearless. Mm. I mean, fearless. Uh, this kid is the me that I, I'm not. Okay. Oh, I love that. Um, fearless, adventurous, and the kindest, loyal person I know on this Yay, planet. Sydney. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Sydney's very talented. Sydney uh, works a, as a graphic designer, which I'm very pleased about. Yeah. Um, but composes music and has been on stage and has opened for people. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I mean. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Write the dance, yeah. write the song, do yeah. it tomorrow. Write a- yeah. So I'm, uh, so Sydney is a huge inspiration. Sydney is a light for me. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. You know, me. my kiddo is 15, which is 
mm-hmm. how old Sydney was when she lost her dad. Yeah. And and you're right, just learning to drive and learning a lot about who they are. And I'm so glad to hear that she's such a bright light. Yeah, they're yeah, they're doing really well. Really well. That's, that's um, fantastic. And I I also like so I also love so I'm a I'm a musical theater junkie. I'm a total theater junkie. And Stephen Sondheim, who wrote so many amazing um musicals into the woods sweeney todd company you know so many sunday in the park with george he, he passed away uh yes. like in 21 or whatever and um i just find him to be the god of music i don't know why um oh, he's and he was he, he's nothing like he's, that nothing like that and he, you just keep going you just keep doing it and um you know his music makes me happy makes my heart happy and he has a song in Sunday in the Park with George that's move on mm-hmm. and it's just the most beautiful song stop worrying where you're going move on if you could know where you're going you've gone move on yeah like, oh my god so these words are very inspiring to me and and uh you know if you think you've made you know you're you're evolving all the time so that's very inspiring to me and well, he was such a smart writer too such an interesting his words so are smart. so yeah, he gave us a lot of gifts. So smart. Yeah. Yeah. And, love, that's um, such a good answer. Yeah. So, and so many people. I'm taking a writing, a memoir writing class with somebody who I find very inspiring now. Uh, it's Allison Wearing. She's incredible. And I find her very inspiring. So anybody who uplifts me, I find just, you know, so, there are so many people, but um, yeah. Oh, those uh, are great ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's just, I mean, you've you've touched on it. A handful of times, but the fact that we can be inspired, continue to learn, continue to be inspired, continue to learn about ourselves. I just hope everyone listening realizes that if you feel stuck or not sure how to get forward or you're grieving something or whatever it might be, there's a way to keep on moving and get to a place that you might never even imagined. Yeah, there really, there really is. I think people sometimes want the sort of a very practical, just get me there, just get me that job or just change it. Just flip right. a switch. If and this happens, then if only this happened, I would feel this way. And really the change is inside mm. and it's not as hard as people imagine, actually. It's right. really not as hard. No, you just have to sit in it a little bit, but yeah. then the more you, you just do, have to love yourself yeah, a little bit. Start and there. you just have to be grateful. Yeah. Just a little bit. That's where you start. Mm. Yeah. Yep. If you love yourself a little bit, you can then take that and turn it into more. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Sheila, for being here today. I'm just uh, empowered by this and inspired. And I look forward to what else you put out in the world. Oh, thank you so much. I, I hope this is helpful to your listeners. And I love being here. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, I have to ask what your daughter's name is. Does she have an Instagram or a place where we can see her art? Oh, um, yes. But I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I All can right. get Well, you can you. let me know and we'll pop it in the show notes because it would be fun to be able to support Sydney and her creative path as well. Thank you so much, Sheila. Before you go, I just want to say a quick thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something useful to take away and something to make you think. For those of you listening in on Spotify, and I know there are many, you now have the cool option to show your love for Windowsill Chats quickly and easily. From the show page in the Spotify app, you can simply tap to rate it one to five stars. And of course, I'll really appreciate it too if you leave a review wherever you might be listening. See you next week, lovelies, and I hope it's a creative one.